Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. All right, America, my name is Rich Valdez. You're listening to This is America. And as always, I like to refer you to our good friends, our policy partners at JustFacts.com. You've heard of JustFacts before, and I'm going to tell you about them again. JustFacts, F-A-C-T-S dot com. And if you go to JustFacts.com slash rich, you can sign up for free for their policy papers. You'll get them absolutely free. And the current one they have right now on the coronavirus is one you don't want to miss. Now, check it out. We are still here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, bringing you the latest on coronavirus and everything else that's happening in the news and politics. But not so fast. Before we go anywhere else, did you guys know that the coronavirus is now being considered a racist virus? I know certain sicknesses can affect different people, different races. Of course, there are different uh, criteria for different diseases. But the coronavirus has now been labeled racist by none other than our favorite congresswoman from the 14th District of New York, right here in the Bronx and Queens, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Listen to what she had to say about this virus being racist. Where you see our frontline workers living are where you see are the same places where you are seeing COVID cases spiking. Black and brown workers are overwhelmingly part of this front line. They are the grocery store workers. They are the delivery workers. They are hospital workers, including janitorial staff. And so when you have this pandemic layer on top of it, when you pair that to the to the unequal access to care, when you pair that with ratios of um, of hospital beds far lower than more affluent communities. This is what you get. And so when it comes to the city's response, um, it, it's, you know, I, I believe that the city is doing absolutely everything that it can. But we also have to acknowledge that there are two entirely different starting lines that these communities are are starting with. And so we've been working very hard. But also when we don't push for things like rent and more full rent and mortgage moratoriums, you push these workers to go outside because they feel a pressure to make their rent and they may go out and take work. They may take work under the table um, in order to make ends meet. And so without this economic relief, it be, it also adds to the public health issues that we currently face. Not only does Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez all out crazy offer this racist attack on our latest health crisis, but it's more proof that she lives her life looking through a lens that's black and brown, black and brown, where the government has to be what provides for people. Not your hard work, not the sweat from your brow, but the government. And we're going to circle back to AOC, but there's a few things going on that I think we all need to talk about. Like, number one, less people are getting sick. More people are healing. More people are recovering. 
In fact, the director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, just said that because the American public has done a great job social distancing and taking those preventive measures, the coronavirus death toll will be much, much, much lower than expected. That's huge. Or I should say in my Trump voice, that's huge. Listen to Director Redfield. Uh, as you pointed out, even those models that were done, they assumed that only about 50% of the American public would pay attention to the recommendations. In fact, what we're seeing is a, a large majority of the American public are taking the social distancing recommendations to heart. And I think that's the direct consequence why you're seeing the numbers are going to be much, 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 much lower than would have been predicted by the models. Now, this issue of death rate has been a point of contention for a lot of people because the initial predictions were so dire and there was debate on both sides. I spoke with a buddy of mine at the Department of Health and said that while there was more people in China and there are more people in China, they took very, very aggressive measures because they can do that because they're a military state. And they literally tell people, hey, are you sick? Are you sick? Come to our makeshift hospital. We're setting up a field hospital. And when you go to that field hospital, guess what happens? The hospital collapses. No more sick people. Those are the things that they do in China. But we can't necessarily mitigate that way in the United States, nor should we want to. Our goal is to save life, not end life. So it was the belief of many of the folks that are experts in health policy, based on the data they had available at the time, that the coronavirus was going to spread exponentially here in the United States. So they had all of these dire predictions about millions of people getting infected, hundreds of thousands of people that would be infected and lose their lives. Yet that doesn't seem to be the case. Now, maybe we can blame it on social distancing. Maybe we can't. Maybe we can just blame it on the goodness and the gracefulness of the Lord. We don't know. Speaking of the Lord, it is Holy Week. It is Passion Week. And we are headed towards the resurrection this Sunday. Happy Easter to everybody that's celebrating. This past Sunday was Palm Sunday, launching Holy Week, which always coincides with Passover. And this year, we're having a coronavirus Passover and a coronavirus Easter. But there are some positives that we can draw out from that, right? Like the fact that we're spending more time with our family. And I don't mean like an episode of Blue Bloods on Channel 2, but like hanging out with your brothers, or in my case, at least hanging out with my brothers while they're having some whiskey, some beers, cigars talking about the difference between the Mossberg 500, 12-gauge, and the Remington. And that's, in fact, what I did just a couple of days ago, and I've been doing a lot of it, and I've enjoyed it. Having a hectic schedule, I don't always get to spend a whole lot of time with my family. So I'm really enjoying the fact that I can do that right now since everybody's in quarantine, even if we have to do it from six feet apart. Human beings, and Americans specifically, because that's my experience, are industrious people, especially nosotros, los Latinos. We're very industrious. We always come up with a way to tweak something to make it work to our benefit. It's part of being entrepreneurial. It's just part of the culture. This is why the assembly line, the Model T, air conditioning, so many huge inventions were born right here in the United States of America because it's part of our culture to be industrious. It's part of our culture to be entrepreneurial. And I do believe that that's just innate in who we are. And I said it on the last podcast, but I think it's worthy of repeating that as a kid, I would go to certain Chinese restaurants in rougher neighborhoods in New York, and they would have bulletproof glass to separate them from the customer. And they would slide it through, you know, like a bank, through a little teller slot. 
And if you live somewhere where your bank doesn't have bulletproof glass, then I guess you're not getting that reference. But I'm seeing that now in 7-Eleven. I'm seeing it now in bodegas. And I've seen it in bodegas my whole life. Bulletproof glass, really ultra-thick plexiglass, is how many businesses in New York have always conducted their business, especially those that were open 24 hours. So yes, we need to continue our grind. We need to continue our hustle and continue to do what we do to keep our economy moving forward. Now, Governor Andrew Cuomo says that the economy is not like a light switch. It's not something we can flick on and off. To that, I say we should never flick it off. It should always be on. We have to mitigate in our own way. We have to do what we've got to do. Mask up, glove up, put the plastic up, whatever. Whatever it is you got to do, step back, fall back six feet, all good. That is what we have to do. That's how we have to move forward. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. I got a lot more with this stuff and a few other things I want to get to about getting back to work, about why massive government is terrible, and another cut from Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, who's also saying that the coronavirus is racist. But keep it locked right there. You're listening to This Is America. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. All right, America, welcome back. This is Rich Valdez. We are still here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden in New York City. I'm still your liberty-loving Latino amigo, and I want to talk about liberty because so many of our critics, and when I say our critics... I'm talking about those of us, you and me, those that are listening to this program that believe in liberty, that believe in our Constitution, that believe that our rights come from God and not from the government. We have critics. There are people that believe that all of our rights come from the government, that the government is here to be our daddy. I say hell no to that. But there are those that disagree. And if you do want to disagree with us, feel free to do so online. You can go to the richvaldez.com. Richvaldez.com is our website. Of course, you can check us out on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, at Rich Valdez. That's at Rich Valdez with an S. Two critics in particular that come to mind are Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I love to talk about her because she is the most extreme critic that I can always think of. She always says things in the most extreme manner. She pushes the envelope all the way to the edge, which is why she's like a lightning rod for the media. And she says that the Trump administration is holding every hospital hostage by not trying to pass this $2 trillion in legislation. To that I say, whatever. What I find more interesting or more concerning is that she says that America has not earned the right to call ourselves a humane society because we don't give free health care. Now talk about demagoguery and the use of demagoguery to promote her socialistic agenda. She says we're not humane, even though my argument to being humane is if you say that abortion is humane, we abort babies like crazy. That must make us very humane, right? Eh, wrong. She believes that we have to do everything for free. And in order to do it for free, that is what makes us humane. Government-run health care. 
Listen to this audio from her talking about America not being a humane society. Check this out. And it's extraordinarily important that they have safe access to our public health system. And by the way, it shouldn't just be for COVID-19 cases. Our public health system should be free at the point of service for every single person in this country. Um, There are folks that are saying, oh, you'll get paid sick leave if it's COVID-19 related, as we're seeing with Amazon, they'll take your fever. If you don't have a test, then you will not be paid. You will not receive paid sick leave. We should have universal systems where every person can see the doctor free of charge when they need to see it so that they can get the care that they need. That is what it means to live in an advanced and modern and humane society. And so long as we don't do that, we have not earned the right to call ourselves one. Now, if that weren't bad enough, her sidekick, her partner in crime, Congresswoman Ayanna Presley says that our stimulus didn't go far enough. We need to stimulate things that'll stimulate infrastructure building, student loan debt cancellation, and including illegal aliens. Listen to this. What more would you like to see in, in, in a phase four of some sort of stimulus bill? Sure. Well, it looks like we're actually be gearing up for um, Plan B of the CARES Act. Um, and then beyond that, perhaps a package four that would focus on infrastructure and economic recovery. Um, I know that I consider student debt cancellation to be critical to any uh, comprehensive economic recovery. We need to continue to make uh, federal investments in our community health centers. We need to center uh, the humanity of every individual, family, and worker. And that includes not leaving behind our undocumented and our uninsured. We have to continue to make those investments to support vulnerable populations like those experiencing homelessness, incarcerated men and women. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, because they want to use their scare tactics and their emotional blackmail time and time again to tug at the heartstrings of people, to try to fool you into thinking, to fool me, to fool everybody that will listen, that it's the government's job to provide every level of security. And I don't mean the cops in the military. I'm talking about every level of security in your life, whether you have another paycheck, whether you have a medical checkup, whatever. It's their belief as collectivists. They believe that the government is responsible for all of that. And that's because it's truly an atheistic school of thought, Marxism. It eliminates God. It eliminates private property. So when you follow the teachings of Karl Marx, God doesn't fit into your equation. So on a week like Holy Week, you're going to do as many things as you can to distract from those things or pay some lip service through simple platitudes. But not before long, they always go back to their two basic same tricks. A, saying bad things about their critics, typically that they're bad people, that they're immoral people, and that they're racist, or that a legislation is racist, or that a crisis is racist. And that's exactly what Ayanna Presley says right here. Listen to this. Well, we wrote that letter on March 27th because history has shown us um, that uh, in the face of uh, combating any virus, that communities of color are disproportionately impacted. We saw that with H1N1. And of course, we know that communities of color are represent a more vulnerable group um, because they also represent um, many of those underlying conditions that put someone at risk. <laughs> I laugh at that because I really do think it's a laughable argument. But the reality of it is it's sad. It's sad that young people in America, young people like me, Latinos, people of color, 
can't see their own potential, feel like they have to rely and lean on the government. You find me, any billionaire, that got to where they are because of the government. Now, I know some people are going to say, oh, there's lots of crony capitalists out there. Look at Amazon. They don't pay taxes. Listen, Bezos, Michael Dell, Mark Cuban, whomever, they didn't get to where they are because of the government. They may take advantage of loopholes and leverage their sway with the government by paying less taxes, advocating for tax abatements, things like that nature, which I'm not necessarily for. I'm not necessarily against. I think there's different situations, but by and large, I am against subsidizing private industry. So whether it's through corporate welfare or socialism for billionaires or whatever, I don't, I don't think any of that's good. But my point is most people don't get rich off the government unless they're coming out of Congress. Now, I'm sure there's some exceptions to the rule, but by and large, the Waltons started Walmart. They didn't get rich because of the government. They got rich in spite of the government taxing them. And that's the reality. So many people get rich in spite of the government. And I think that's my bottom line today, that while so many of us are preparing ourselves to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, Jesus the Christ, the entire meaning and message of that is Christ crucified and Christ risen on Easter through God's holy power, because it's God that gives us strength. And I don't want to get preachy or religious. But my point is government doesn't fit into that. And when it does, it's not the impetus for anything. It's a byproduct. It's secondary, tertiary in some cases. We don't wake up thinking, how am I going to pay my taxes today? We think, how am I going to make some money today? How am I going to build my business today? How am I going to take the next step to do what's right for myself, my community, and my country? We don't live our lives based on the government. The government works for us and not the other way around. So I always say, as a final thought, if we stand for nothing, we will fall for anything. And that's from Hamilton. And Sir Edmund Burke says that the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people, like all of us, to do nothing. So do something, know something, read something. Stand up for what you believe is right, and let's get America back to work. Happy Easter. God bless you and all of your families. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 